Welcome to Nancy Wilson's Femina Podcast, presented by Canon Press. Welcome to the Femina Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks so much for joining me today. So today I'm going to talk to you about the royal law. Do you know which law that is? I bet you do. James 2.8 says, if you really fulfill the royal law, according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You do well. This law is the royal law that comes to us from our King, Jesus, and we do well when we obey it. Let's look at several other places in the New Testament where this command is mentioned, the same law is mentioned. Romans 13.9 says, If there is any other commandment, all are summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. This royal law sums it all up, which is amazing. Galatians 5.14, For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. This law is so important that all the law is fulfilled in it. Just wrap your mind around that for a minute. Then in Mark 12.30, And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second like it is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. So we see that this law is not only royal, it's the preeminent command, but it's also not a by-the-way command. It's right at the top with loving God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. It is not a command that we can take lightly. The first time we see it in the Old Testament is in Leviticus 19.18. You shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the children of your people but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. To obey the command to love your neighbor as yourself means that the Bible is assuming, of course, a love for self. That is the stated standard to use as my guide. But take note here, this love of self is a restraint against wronging my neighbor. It's not a license to pet and pamper me. We obey this command by not giving way to our fleshly desires. We obey this command by treating others the way we wish they would treat us. And we all know instinctively how we would like to be treated. This means we do not take vengeance when others wrong us. Why? Because we ourselves would much prefer to be forgiven for our wrongdoing. We don't want our neighbors to get even with us. We don't want them to bear a grudge toward us for our mistakes and chew us out on Facebook for our stupid faults and errors. Therefore, we don't do those things to them, as tempting as it may be. We treat them as we would like to be treated. But what if their dog got into my trash or killed one of my chickens? What if they backed into my car and left a dent? What if their kids trampled down my tulips? Or what if a teacher misunderstood my child and sent him to the office wrongly? Or what if someone lied about you to the boss? Someone failed to do what they said they would do. They didn't show up. They overcharged you. They forgot to return a borrowed item. Or they stole something from you. In all these grievances and more, 
We are not to bear a grudge, and we are not to get even. We are to treat our neighbor as we would hope to be treated were the circumstances reversed. And it was my kid who trampled the neighbor's tulips. It's the glory of man to overlook an insult. If we love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, then it follows that we will do what he says. He is our king, and this is his royal law. We're to treat others exactly as we would love to be treated, no matter who they are, our friend or enemy. This is a pivotal doctrine and practice of the Christian faith. It governs the child's behavior toward his siblings. It governs the mother's behavior toward her own children and it governs her behavior toward the neighbor's kids. Remember, it was the Pharisees who asked, Who is my neighbor? And in answer, Jesus told the story of the Good Samaritan. This is a very simple, straightforward gauge. It is easy to understand and yet very hard to do. Because we love ourselves more than we love our neighbors, and we don't want to take trouble for others. On the one hand, we are not to bear a grudge or take vengeance. And on the other hand, we are to take trouble for our neighbor when we find him in a ditch on the side of the road. We love in two ways, by withholding vengeance and by extending kindness. Consider, we don't want to be bruised or hurt. We don't want to be wronged. We don't want to be lonely. We want to be loved and appreciated. We want to be forgiven. We want to be invited. We want to be warm and clothed and well-fed and we want to sleep well. We naturally want these things, and God does not condemn us for wanting them. Rather, he tells us to use these natural desires as a guide to how we are to love others. Second Peter 1, verses 5-7 through 7 says this, But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. The royal law requires that we have a ready supply of faith, virtue, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. And where shall we find these? The Holy Spirit provides these resources to us, but we must be paying attention. Expect things to come up that will provoke you. View these as opportunities to apply the royal law and pray, Lord, help me. But what if we have failed and have been keeping a list of grievances? What if we have taken vengeance on those who have wronged us? We're Christians. Seek forgiveness. Apologize. Take down the grumpy Facebook post. Put things right. This is the Christian life. We have a Redeemer. He will enable us by His grace to obey this royal law, and He is glorified when we do. According to James, we will do well if we really fulfill it. Let me close with 1 Peter 3, verses 8 and 9. Finally, all of you, be of one mind, having compassion for one another. Love as brothers. Be tenderhearted. Be courteous. Not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you have a lovely Easter celebration. He is risen. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. 
that's where you can find all my audiobooks, audio series, conference talks, and more. Go to mycanonplus.com or click the link in the show notes and have a look around. <laughs>